Welcome to the Living Joyfully Podcast, where we talk about the intricacies of being in relationship with the people in our lives. Let's dig deep, challenge paradigms, choose connection, and live joyfully. Hello, and welcome to the Living Joyfully Podcast. Navigating relationships can sometimes be challenging because people are so different. Thanks for joining us as we dive into tools, strategies, and paradigm shifts to help you decrease conflicts and increase connection in your most important relationships. If you're new to the podcast, we encourage you to go back and listen from the beginning, particularly the episodes in our foundation series. In them, we talk about our favorite fundamental relationship ideas and tools. If you hear us mentioning something, a concept over and over again, chances are it has its own episode in the foundation series. You can also visit our shop and find the foundation series in a podcast collection bundle to be emailed to you weekly, including transcripts and questions. You can find the link in the show notes, or you can go to livingjoyfullyshop.com. There, you can also find information about our coaching as well. So if you'd like to talk through things that are happening in your relationship and find a healing path forward, that's the place to go. We both work with individuals and couples. And again, link in the show notes, or you can go to livingjoyfullyshop.com. So this episode is part of our conflict series and our mini series inside (laughs) of that about developing our self-awareness. So today we're diving into assuming positive intent. This principle is a quick tool that helps us stay connected and open. I think culturally, we tend to assign negative intent. Our first thought is that someone is doing something to thwart us or irritate us or that they don't have a clue. But so often that's not the case. And whether it is or isn't, going into a conversation with those assumptions is pretty much the other person on the defensive, which makes having any sort of productive and connecting conversation basically impossible. And as with so many things we talk about, this plays into being the person we want to be in the world. You know, I want to assume the best in people because I've seen when I do that, it's often what I find. We are all doing the best we can at any given moment. And that best can change dramatically based on the contextual pieces of life. When we are under-resourced, our ability to think clearly and act with intention is clouded. I want to be a person that allows space and grace for that because I know there have been plenty of times that I've been there and I've needed that from others. So assuming positive intent can be assuming that the person is doing the best they can in this moment with the circumstances as they are. Absolutely. I just love that piece about how doing their best can look very different from one day to the next or one moment to the next. It's not about thinking what their theoretical (laughs) best looks like, measuring them in this moment against what they would do if they were feeling fully resourced, fully rested, fully fed, in a great frame of mind, and so on. They really are doing their best in this moment. (laughs) This is what it looks like. It's the best they can muster. Let's meet them there with as much grace and compassion as we can muster. Over the years, assuming positive intent has become such a helpful touchstone for me when it comes to relationships particularly with partners, kids, longtime friends, where we have a history, and I can be quick to assume I understand them and tell myself a story about why they're saying or doing something. 
And as you said, I am apt to tell a negative version of the story about the situation or to feel put upon or ignored or misjudged. And it's not surprising. I mean, we are looking at the world through our eyes and evaluating what's happening around us through that lens. How does this affect me? But what assuming positive intent does is remind me that there is almost always more to the story than just my perspective. Knowing that they are doing the best they can right now, whatever that looks like to me at first, encourages me to widen my lens and get curious. So, so, so many times over the years, this buffer step has saved me from actively jumping in, misinterpreting things, blaming others, which all create even more rifts in our relationship that need repair. I mean, it is such a great reminder to look through their eyes, which I know we talk about a lot, but it's so important. You know, it just helps so much. And, you know, we're going to make some assumptions, but starting from that place of assuming the best or at the very least giving the benefit of the doubt just sets the stage for us to learn more and to not fall into that blaming or writing stories that can kind of get us off track. And another piece I think that helps with assuming positive intent is to understand that underneath every behavior is a need. We had an episode on this idea as it relates to parenting, episode 25. And as we mentioned there, this is true for everyone. We try to meet our needs through our behaviors. And while sometimes a somewhat linear process. I'm thirsty and I'm going to get a drink now. Sometimes it's a bit harder to recognize, especially from the outside. (laughs) Excuse me. But part of assuming positive intent is understanding that the person you're dealing with is trying to meet a need. At that particular moment, your needs might not be aligned. But if we can slow things down and give some space to find the underlying needs, that's the space where we can find solutions. That surface level content, that conflict that seems insurmountable and at a complete odds, that can just melt away as we figure out the needs involved and address those. So let's say if a person's working for you and they haven't turned in a report, instead of assuming that they're irresponsible or don't care, look for that underlying need. Have an open conversation with the energy of wanting to understand. Maybe you find out that they've had several fires they've been putting out that took priority, or they didn't understand the request, or that they were waiting for some information from a third party before they could finish it. Being open and not jumping to conclusion gives you a chance to find out what's happening under the behavior of not turning in the report. And then you can both work together to solve the problem at hand instead of creating friction or a rupture by making a harsher assumption. And there may be things that need to be addressed or systems that need to be changed, but you're only going to get there if you can have that open conversation where the person's not on the defensive and really telling you what's going on. And part of what we can practice, you know, part of it's with our partners, children, and the people in our lives is providing additional information. But the space for that to feel safe is in the space of assuming positive intent. There, we can have these clarifying conversations. We can explain what how things are feeling to us and really hear what the other person's experiencing. Yeah, exactly. Because if we assume that the first story that pops into our head is the right one, So often what we're doing is putting the other person in the position of having to correct us, right? And that is a hard thing to do in any relationship, whether with a loved one or a supervisor or even a newer acquaintance. So assuming positive intent helps us cultivate that space for further conversation where we can just learn more about what's up. 
where we can discover the underlying needs they were trying to meet with whatever words, action, behavior they used. The valuable thing about focusing on the needs is that there are often multiple ways to meet them, some of which may have less negative impact on others, right? So we can also share our needs in this context. And all this bigger picture information helps us work towards a plan that everyone involved is reasonably comfortable with. And I wanted to mention, while it may seem that assuming positive intent and having these conversations takes up precious time we don't feel we have, not doing it is likely to take up maybe even more time down the road as we continue to butt heads because we're missing some fundamental understanding of each other's needs and goals. Then you add the time to repair the relationship, or if you don't, the extra time things take in the future because one or both of you are dragging your feet because you just <laughs> kind of want to avoid engaging with each other in the first place. <laughs> oh my gosh, so much. Like I'd much rather spend the time up front in a connecting conversation with an eye to understanding each other rather than dealing with hurt feelings and misunderstandings on the back end. And I really think in the end, it's more efficient because we're actually getting to the needs and solving any roadblocks versus pressing ahead with, you know, made up stories and assigning malicious intent that ends up creating these huge disconnects that take time and effort to heal. And we still may not be addressing the need underneath. And so it just keeps repeating. And another big aspect of this is releasing any defensiveness on our part. You know, a person's actions say way more about them than about us. They give us a clue as to what's going on for them, and we can assume positive intent. They have the space and the desire to let us in on what those things are. But if we react with defensiveness, communication just shuts down every time, and it becomes this attack and defend, tit for tat dynamic or a stalemate. And then we're stuck, right? So we aren't learning anymore and the needs driving the behavior or what contextual pieces might be at play. We're not learning anything about those pieces that are so critical. And all of this draws out the conflict and doesn't move us towards solutions. So assuming positive intent leaves space to get to the bottom of things faster without sparking that defensiveness in the other person. And we can own our own pieces too to not get defensive. And I think we can all think of how nice it feels when someone gives us the benefit of the doubt and doesn't assume the worst, even if we're not at our best, or especially if we've made a mistake. Because usually we're so hard on ourselves, you know, we're beating ourselves up about the mistake. So then having that compounded just creates this cycle. Recognizing that at play, it just makes it easier for me to give that gift to other people in my life, whether we're in a close relationship or it's just transactional. You know, for me, again, it boils down to being the person I want to be in the world. And the bonus is that it really just makes everything go so much more smoothly. We move through and often avoid conflict and we get to the root of things without that defensiveness that can feel so unpleasant and without those misunderstandings that can cause a lot of hurt feelings. Yes, so much. Things unfold more smoothly and often more quickly, right? When people aren't feeling judged and defensive. And it makes sense, right? Getting stuck in that repetition of attack, defend, attack, defend slows things down so much while also not getting to the root of the issue or the underlying needs. And along those lines, I find it helpful to remember that assuming positive intent 
isn't about instead telling myself a positive story and acting from there. Because that's still making it about me and my interpretation, my need to infer a story and to be right about it. But as you said, Anna, their actions really are all about them. It's their story. So instead, for me, assuming positive intent is more about knowing there's a story and not jumping to conclusions, particularly the negative ones, because that just makes moving through the moment even more challenging. Getting curious instead of getting stuck in defensiveness helps create that space for the kinds of honest, non-judgmental conversations that will help everyone better understand the needs at play and find interesting ways to meet them. Yeah. I mean, I think that assuming positive intent, it's just a way to give some space around things. You know, we aren't writing a story at all. We're acknowledging that there's more to the situation than just what we're seeing. There always is more. <laughs> like there just always is. And leaving space for that, asking for clarification without any negative energy or agenda just puts us in the best position to learn more and move forward. And to say it again, we are all doing the best we can in any given moment. Keeping that in mind, assuming positive intent helps us uncover the needs that are driving the behaviors that we're seeing, all of which helps us stay connected to the important people in our life and avoid unnecessary conflict with them or anyone we come across. You know, I, yeah, I just go back to that like for the nth time already, but doing the best we can in any, any given moment. I think it can it can be challenging for people. Like I've seen them handle this so much better before. Right. Better, right? Like it is so. Or they awesome. should be able to. <laughs> when we catch ourselves saying they should be able to, that's, that's always a great clue. But also when even in their mind, okay, like, like about us, in our mind, we like, okay. I could do this, which would be like better. Yeah. But, you know, I do this other thing anyway. It's what I reach for. So even if theoretically we could choose something better in the moment and we don't, that's still okay. We may not be able to express why we made the choice in the moment, but we made that choice in the moment. And maybe these conversations after will help us better understand ourselves, better understand what was going on in that moment. Like it might help us recognize some other weight we were carrying or some other thing that was going on that we just couldn't take that extra 10 seconds to think of something else to do. (laughs) And we just needed to do this thing in the moment. So, you know, we don't need to judge that best. We don't need to figure it out any scale or spectrum of what could be better, 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 better. Right. This is what happened in the moment. And oh my gosh, I can meet you there. And yeah. we can, you know, just have conversations. Figure out the next steps because we just, we never know. And there's so many contextual pieces. Like I'll just say it over and over again. Like we cannot judge a relationship by these, you know, without taking into account these contextual pieces that changes people's behaviors because of a myriad of reasons. We see it in ourselves, like you said. And so just, you know, watching for those words, the shoulds or the judgment or the kind of standing back, but, you know, this kind of thing, and then realizing like, hey, that's really disconnecting and I'm not getting the full story. And when we open up for those conversations, that's when we can learn. Again, do we have a systems problem here? Do we have a communications problem here? Do we just have a we're all hungry problem here? Let's get some food and then we'll tackle this afterwards. Like it can be from the simple to the complex, but you're never going to get at what it is if you don't 
assume the positive intent, start having the space for the conversation and then have that, that just clear communication between one another. Yeah, exactly. It, and back to what you say, the the person that I want to be in the world. And as far as I can reach for that in the moment, giving myself that same grace and compassion. Exactly. Want to give to the other person. (laughs) For sure. Okay. So let's, um, we're going to give some questions to reflect on this week. So number one, think back to a time when someone gave you the benefit of the doubt and contrast that with a time when someone assumed the worst in you. How did you feel? How did you react? How did it impact your relationship with that person moving forward? Because we've all gotten both sides of this. And so I think we can all think of some examples and just really sit with, hey, how did that feel and how would it have felt differently? And number two, think of some recent exchanges where you were feeling defensive. Did you notice the other person defending? Think about how assuming positive intent could have changed that. And so for me, defensiveness is just kind of that red flag. So either on their part or if I'm recognizing it in someone else or seeing it in myself, it's like, okay, we can change that energy. We can change the way this conversation is going because neither one of us need to feel defensive. We're here to understand. Yeah, such a great clue, right? Yes, such a great clue. It's pretty, it's pretty easy to feel once you're starting to look for it. So that's what we're trying to encourage here is just to start noticing these things, even just that little bubble of oof, you know, there it is. (laughs) Right. It's just that little there it is. And even if you can't make that change in that moment, recognizing it to kind of reflect on it later, then you can notice like, okay, I see what's getting me there. Now, maybe I can think of some steps to not go to that place of defensiveness. Okay, so this week, number three, notice the stories you're telling yourself about other people's actions. How often are you assuming positive intent? Do you find it hard to do? And why? Are you writing some stories? Are you, you know, kind of assigning some more malicious intent? You know, I think that will be really interesting to just see because I think like we talked about earlier, it kind of comes pretty naturally. Like we're just running through and it happens. And so just that awareness gives us that little pause, that little space. Um, Okay. And four, think of a recent exchange with someone in which you felt defensive. Did you notice that the other person was defending in response? How long were the two of you stuck there? How might have assuming positive intent and holding space to learn more changed how that played out and how that tit for tat was going? Um, And number five, are there particular people in your life to whom you don't typically give the benefit of the doubt? Try on assuming positive intent for the next bit and just see, does that shift things in what can be some difficult relationships or some areas that you get stuck? It's it's just something to play with. And again, we'll give you more information about that relationship and about some ways that maybe you can tweak a few things. Yeah, to me, that trying on things, seeing how they go, just doing it for a little while and, and seeing how things unfold. That is such a valuable approach for me rather than like, oh, you know, I should be assuming positive intent. I'm going to do this right now. <laughs> right, 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 right. Or I failed, you know, none of that helps me either as I'm learning this stuff. 
um, and trying to to figure it out and play with it. I need the ex- uh, the experiences, the yeah, gathering yeah. of experiences for me to understand how it's working. Because when I see something understood, like you said, like you have seen this over the years, we yeah. have both have yeah. play yeah. out in such a sense that it's something we've chosen to adopt because right. we found it as a helpful tool. So we're sharing it as a helpful tool, not as a rule that you must do this now. <laughs> Right. There's there's no edicts or have to. It really is play with it and see if it shifts things, you know, because it also may just open up to other ideas that shift things or other conversations with the people in your life where you're learning more about one another. And to me, that's the goal, right? Learning about ourselves, learning about one another, you know, and just improving our relationships along the way. (laughs) All right. So thank you so much for listening and we will see you next time. Take care. Bye. Thanks so much for listening. We really appreciate you being here with us as we explore ways to improve our relationships and understand ourselves better. You can find us on Instagram at Living Joyfully Podcast and join us again next time as we dig deep, challenge paradigms, choose connection, and live joyfully.